BTC Cast episode 12, right? 12? Yes. 12. We're here. We're about it. We're about to make it happen. Um, we about it, about it. We are. So last night, Chris blew a tire. Tell me it the story. It wasn't last night. Oh, it wasn't? It was the night before last the night. The night before last night. Yeah. Tell me the story. I guess, I don't know. Like I finished drive. I mean, I finished moving everything. Yeah. And on the way home, it was like 12 o'clock. Yeah. And, you know, I was all stressed out and everything, but I was happy that, you know, everything was done. Mm -hmm. And then I started smelling like smoke, smoke. And I was like, while you were driving? Yeah. Okay. Because I knew that it was my car because I don't know something was just telling me. And then I pulled off and sure enough, my tire was flat. And at the time I thought it was just flat. So I was like, I was honestly, like I told you, I was my bad. You're good. I got this gap and it just sprinkles out spit. You're good. <laughs> um, I was actually really happy that I know this may sound stupid. I was excited yeah. that my tire, um, you know, went flat mm-hmm. and I had to change it. Yeah. Because, you know, I moved out of my parents' house. I'm starting this next part of my life, and I just love going all in and you know changing. And the fact that sure. this happened as soon as I was. You know, I thought that I yeah. was done. Yeah. And I was gonna go home and go to sleep. Yeah. I was like, All right, let's let's do this. Right. So it was, you know, I it got was the, it was the universe challenging you. Yeah, it was the universe challenging me. Yeah. And it wasn't even a challenge to like put me down. It was to I felt like it was just to remind me like, hey, you know, yeah, no matter what happens, yeah, you know, life happens and you have to either react to it positively with excitement mm-hmm. or you can be, oh, you know, Oh, poor me. Yeah. I have to change this tire after all this work that I did. Yeah. No, man. I got out and I was listening to Earl Nightingale's um, The Key to Success. Yeah. And I got out and I saw the tire and I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. You know, I popped the trunk open. Yeah. Took the spare out and started changing the tire. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, the cranking. Yeah. All that. But... You know, every time that the crank would fall out of the thing, I would just, I was just that much more happy because I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it was just like improvement, you know? Um, I'm glad you, you immediately went to where I was trying to go with that, which was your response to the scenario and the Mm -hmm. way you, um, you chose to be positive and attack the situation, which it seems like something like small and silly, like changing a tire, but like. You know, recently I've really had the concept of problems um, in my brain and just as far as what are problems and how do we respond to things that we that we think happen to us that, you know, when we think the world is out to get us. Um, recently, there was a girl in Prosper named Michaela who um, had a tumbling accident and um, she can now not walk. Um, yeah. yeah, so she's uh, this, you know, top tier cheerleader. I don't really know the details or whatever, but, you know, just imagine waking up one day and, and you can't walk. You know, that's a problem, man. That's a that's a serious that's a serious issue. But you know, popping a tire, maybe it's a problem, but when you when you sit there and think, oh, you can call those two things problems, you know, your opinion on There's a scale. Is it, yeah, man. There's a scale. Yeah. And it's like, man, is it is it worth getting upset over something like that? Is it worth like letting it ruin your day, like knowing that someone out there is having real problems like if this is your worst day man that's that's great you know what i yeah. mean so it's just I, I don't know man like I, I really can appreciate your your perception and the kind of the way you approach things like that and i try to do that the same in my own life and 
something else that you know is kind of in that same school of thought is um jocko's whole concept with good right mm-hmm. are you familiar with that yes, yes. yeah man and the first time i ever heard a speech on it like it gave me chills and everything Your tire blew essentially out. good good yeah good but um you know man and, and without getting too deep into that specifically but it's just like the whole thing is you know you have a problem good solve it attack it make it better you know it's there to challenge you it's there to change your perception it's there to make you think it gave you practice you know whatever it may be like there's there's some good in every scenario man and so i think a big part of it is how you you perceive the scenario you know yeah and i think um attacking problems positively over a long period of time it really does build character because you know i'm sure that if problems were passing you know popping up in the past and i was reacting to them negatively and it got to the point where this tire did pop right you know that could have ruined my night and that could have been you know the catalyst to uh anxiety breakdown or something like that but the fact that you know you know this my parents know this all the people around me know this no matter what happens like i'm just happy Mm -hmm. um even when i do get pissed off here and there they're usually for short periods of time and then i realize or i remember just yeah. how great this life is and how lucky I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that flips a switch back to being happy. Yeah. So if you're able to, you know, maintain this happiness, this hunger, this drive, if you're able to do that, then whenever times do get hard, and I'm not saying that, you know, a pop tire is, you know, hard times. Sure. But whenever sure. times do get when a, hard. When a small problem comes yeah. up, when a, when a problem, you know, that's not even a problem, but you know what I mean. Go on. Yeah, whenever they get bigger, mm-hmm. guess what? I'm going to be ready for that. Right. You know, or at least I'm going to be more ready than if these little problems were affecting me in a, you know, really negative way. Right. I would like to replace the word happy there with um, with gratitude, man. Yeah. Because yeah. I, think, I think that's a big part of it. I think it's. I don't think it does much for people to sit here and say like, oh, I'm happy, so this is good. But it's like you feel those feelings and you perceive things that way because you're grateful that that's your problem. Yeah. You're grateful that that's your worst day is the pop tire. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's when you keep the, the gratitude in the back of your brain, when you think every day that like, man, how lucky am I to, to be walking, to be able to breathe, to get out of bed? You know what I mean? Like just, mm-hmm. just things like that, man. Like that's that's what changes that perception. That's what you know, to your point is like, that's, that's how you feel happy about it is because man, you're grateful and that's important. Yeah. And if you walk through life, you know, feeling this gratitude, feeling this sense of just gratefulness, you, whenever you do feel down, you will find opportunities Mm -hmm. to express that gratitude and you'll find opportunities to get you back on track. Yeah. Because if you're practicing gratitude day in, day out, unconsciously, you're always going to be finding or trying to look for um, gratitude and optimism and right. all of that. So, like, again, this past week has been hectic as hell for me. Yeah. But I found that every time I've gotten into a stump this past week and I start losing a little bit of hope. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I. you know, no, I think it's because of all that time for me being optimistic. What happens is something pops out. Somebody says something. Mm-hmm. Or I see something, hear something to remind right. me of just how grateful I am in life. And then, boom, I'm no longer feeling negative. I'm no longer yeah. feeling anxious, yeah. hopeless. I'm no longer feeling any of, the, any of these mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. Like, it's almost, it refills my 
passion just instantly. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, whenever um, they do get hit and they do get knocked down, mm -hmm. they're in that stump for, you know, months long. Right. Or maybe, you know, even years. Right. But what happens if you're able to kick that shit mm -hmm. within a second yeah. of hearing something yeah. and you just remember your values and you remember mm -hmm. your beliefs, your gratitude, mm -hmm. and you're able to get back on track in your life and you're able to pursue those goals or, you know, whatever you're pursuing yeah. in life right now yeah. and just get back on track and focus right. on what you need to focus on. Right. Like that's powerful, man. I, I agree, man. And, and that's, that's all just taking the choice of, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to look at things and I'm going to think, okay, I'm grateful for this. Like this is, this is okay. It's, mm -hmm. it's not letting yourself wallow. It's not giving yourself pity. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's a conscious choice, man. And I, I think some people aren't, I don't want to say aren't capable, but haven't figured out how to make that choice and then figured out that it's, it's like with anything, it's a skill. It's, it's the discipline. It's the practice to be able to, to take the step back, to seriously evaluate from a, from a bird's eye view and think, where am I at? What's going on in this scenario? Is this as bad as I think it is? Am I caught up in some sort of emotions, something like that? And you can evaluate and be like, okay, no, this is not a big deal. I can attack this. I can get through this. I'm grateful for this problem. Let's mm -hmm. move forward. So, and usually, I know you said that it's a conscious choice. Usually the unfortunate thing is it's not a conscious choice because of all these emotions, because of all mm -hmm. these life experiences, mm -hmm. whenever something happens to them, um, and you know, I still fall victim to this all the time, mm -hmm. even though I'm getting better because of those life experiences and those instant, um, you know, <laughs> finding ways to just look at the negative outlook, your body will make that decision unconsciously. Yeah. So if you get, let's say, you know, somebody says something to you and you know, they didn't intend for it, for you to take it a certain way, but mm -hmm. you do take it a certain way. Well, you have this point in your head where you have to decide whether you're going to take it offensively or whether you're not yeah but what happens is a lot of people they just automatically default yeah. to it being offensive yeah. do or something you immediately like that. take it to heart or do you take a second to think is this does this have some value yeah. to it is this is this something i could learn is this something i could pay attention to yeah and it's you not know? only you know you know i said i gave that example of you know what people sure. say and you take sure. it offensive but it can be you know the pop tire it can be um, you know, you're heading somewhere and you ran out of gas. It mm -hmm. can be anything that's just inconvenient. Right. You know, there's a choice that is, you know, being made, whether you take it positively or maybe not positively, but not as negative, or you take sure. it just fully negative. Yeah. But you go on the offense instead of being under attack. Yeah. But you just got to make those conscious decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's hard as hell when you're charged with emotions and all of these, you know, things to make that, you know, better choice yeah. on the outlook of life. But it just takes practice, man. Right. And so something that was that was big for me in that thought process was changing my thoughts from things happen to me to things happen for me. Yes. You know, and that's the same thing as I have to do something or I'm going to do or I want to do something like, you know, I, I think our vocabulary and the way we frame our thoughts is a big piece of that. Because, you know, if you if you have to go to work, if you have to pick up your kids, if you have to work out, if you have to do these things, you're making those things not your choice, but something you're a victim to, something you're, you know, 
responsible. Like yeah, 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 man. Responsible for, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times those things are choices and those things are things that you get to do. Like you get to work out, man. You get to go to work. You, you chose that job. That's what you wanted. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. want it, do something different or embrace it and try to be better at it. But that's with anything, you know, you, you don't like the way training feels. You don't like what you're doing. Try something different. Yeah. Just take a break, come back to it. But it's all about your perception around things, man. As soon as you drive the boat, as soon as you don't have to use the word have and you can use the word get, the better, man. And that's part of the gratitude practice too. Yeah, it's, it's taking full responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's, it's either, you know, you can have, like you said, you can have things happen to you mm-hmm. or you can have things happen for you. And mm-hmm. if you're taking full responsibility, then everything is happening for you. Right. And at least in that way, you're, always in control yeah but if you're if you have it the other way then you know you're not always in control and that you know that can lead to a victimhood mentality which is a downward spiral right and i think part of it too is um the willingness to be on offense versus being on defense you know Mm -hmm. it's you know if something happens to you it's it's attacking you it's coming for you it's it has you anxious it has you feeling whatever but if you are going to fix a problem, not a problem is happening to you, that changes the parameters, right? That changes the way it's going to be perceived. Yeah. So. And perception is everything, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that's what this whole podcast is about, right? Right. Just the perception that you have on life. Right. And it's literally the difference between happiness and, you know, sadness or right. confusion and of just focus or right. alignment. Right. You know, if, you're, if you don't have the right perception in life, then what's the point? Yeah, you know? I mean, if yeah, if you're just going to be a victim every day, if some things are going to happen to you, if you got to do these things, if you know, I mean, those these are all choices, man. And if you if if you truthfully can't get to a place where you're you're grateful for them, or you can change your perception around them, make the choice to change them. You know, whatever know that why. whatever that means to you, start taking yeah. steps today. You know, if you can't change it immediately, like it's a job change, like it's a life change, like something like that. You can at least be taking the steps. You can be planning. You can be moving in that direction. And that alone gives you something to look forward to and and to start changing that perception and make it a little bit easier on yourself. Mm-hmm. Make sure, real quick, make sure that core doesn't uh, step on that. But, you know, before I was, when I was driving here, I, know. I was listening to the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And in there, uh, Darren Hardy, who was talking about passion. Yeah. And in there, he was also talking about, you know, what you hate um, in order to, you know, be passionate about something mm-hmm. because, you know, hate and love yeah. are two different sides of the same coin. Yeah. And I was thinking about what I hate. But hate gives you some more offense, man. It's a, little yeah. bit of that, it's a little bit of that dark side. It's a little bit of that, like, these are the things I want to prevent. These are the things that I stand against. Yeah. And these are the things that fuel me. It's it's having, you know, $100 to run towards, but it's also having a dog chasing your ass. Yeah, you know, man. It's, it's, you got to have something to go towards and you have to have something to run away from. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were just talking about what we were just talking about, I felt these emotions come up and I realized this because in the car I was thinking about what I hate and I was also thinking about what I love. What do you hate? Um, I hate complacency. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the right perception on life and you know, if everything, if you're not in control, then what happens is you become complacent, you know? Sure. If something's working for you right now, then, and you don't have full control of, Mm -hmm. 
your life and where you're going right. and your ambitions and all of that, then you're going to become complacent. Right. And that's, well, it's, it's, that's the, just where it, it's you, the good, it's the good versus great conversation, man. It's mm -hmm. the, you know, I have a good job, but I could have a great job. It's the, I have a good scenario, but I could have a great scenario. You know, it's, it's the, it's the not settling. It's the going the extra mile to get, you know, the extra piece of bread, the extra cash, the extra, whatever it is to you. Like, yeah. It's, it's putting in the extra work to get the extra ounce. Mm -hmm. mm. And if you're, if you're not in full control, mm -hmm. you won't become great. Okay. You know, you yeah. won't keep on. Yeah. And it's not even, I, I understand that maybe not everybody wants to become great, but you won't always be happy because you won't always be working towards something. Sure. If you're just yeah. complacent. Yeah. Humans are, humans are creatures that need goals. Yeah. We need, need goals, man. We need towards, to strive yeah. for something. Yeah. No matter how small, no matter how big, like we need something to to motivate, to fuel us, to something that makes it more than just living. You know, something mm -hmm. that makes it more than just surviving, right? Mm -hmm. Something that that gives you something to be grinding towards, to working towards a, a future vision, something to keep you motivated and inspired. Yeah, man. So, mm -hmm. how do you work um, toward, I guess, a positive outlook on life? What do you? Well, is there so so that you real practice? quick. So hang on. So that's what you hate. What do you love? Um. The opposite of complacency. I love pro progress. Progress. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, like if if I choose to do something, I want to keep on moving. Like keep on sprinting right. toward that. I think that's why I get so addicted with work. That's why I get so addicted with powerlifting. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, I lost 125 pounds in yeah. you know two and a half months. Yes, yeah. because I like just fucking. I didn't want to say the F word. Um, I know. I mean, <laughs> I've said, I think I've morning, said, I think I've said plenty of F words. Yeah, here, man. But, um, I just want to keep on sprinting toward whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so that's the opposite of complacency. It's just, mm -hmm. I guess, drive and just yeah. progression. You want to feel like you're striving. That's what I want. Okay. All that's, right. That's what I need yeah. to be happy. Yeah. So what, what did you ask me? Um, what, what do you practice in order to keep a positive outlook on life? has to be gratitude it's gratitude yeah, it's it's great i mean it's it's nothing but gratitude man like but is there like any daily practices that you do like something specific i had like a pretty good routine there for a while where like as i was brushing my teeth like i would just spend the time thinking of things i'm grateful for um the daily planner journal that i showed you i've been using has been a big piece of that too which is just you write down the tasks that you're completing for the day but in a separate column you also write the things you get to do that day which is you know get gratitude enjoy mm -hmm. it's it's something that's that's fulfilling you feeling you know um you're like showing appreciation for yeah, yourself that's been a big thing too and and you know man you can put everything on there like there's there's a lot of little things you can put on there that i think people don't don't appreciate they they think that it's it's normal it's you know but like I, like i got to go get a cup of coffee with sil today so like we took a little drive i got a cup of coffee it was awesome it's a I, reward i get to yeah man i get to walk cora and morty every morning like mm -hmm. i i get to do these cool little things. I get to go to dinner with Brianna tonight. Like I get to record these podcasts. I get to film some reels and work out with Landry later. So like, there's a lot of things that like you get to do, man. You you get to go to work because some people don't even have a job or they can't work. You get to, yeah. you know, you get to spend time with your family because some people aren't in a scenario where they've, they've lost their family, you know? So mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot to be grateful for and there's a lot to, to focus your gratitude around. But I would say the whole perception and lies in your base of that, man. Like it, it lies in that. It's, it's the gratitude and it's the willingness to, to take on a challenge and to be not even aggressive, not even offensive, but maybe just assertive to, to tackle the problem instead of letting the problem happen to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
I know you just said that um, you get to do this, you get to do that. What was there ever a switch that was like flipped in your head that, you know, I guess gave you this perspective? Because I guess, so for example, you just said, you know, you get to work and mm -hmm. some people, you know, they don't have jobs or, you know, something like that in order to get that opportunity to work. Right. So what made you think about the other people? Like, do you think that that's a good way to like get a perspective on the gratitude in yeah. your life? Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Cause I've, I've seen it, you know, I've seen people who can't find a job in their field or can't find a, a career start or can't, you know, some people who don't even know what they want to do or they haven't even taken the step yet. And so I don't know, man, I think it's, it's an important thing to keep in mind. Cause it's that, that can help you frame that perception a little bit. You know, it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of in a, an involvement of the whole, like, you know, finish your food because there's someone somewhere who doesn't have any, you know, it's the mm -hmm. same idea. It's like, you don't have to have this thing. Like you're, you're pretty lucky to have this thing, this opportunity, this, whatever it is. So it's like, be, be grateful for that, man. But what made me think of that? I, I don't know. Maybe just the Being perception, the thought process. Yeah. Seeing it, you know, cause there's, there's always things. I mean, it's, it could be whatever it could be, you know, someone who isn't as financially well off or someone who hasn't had as many opportunities or hasn't been, you know, as lucky or, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. people, everybody starts this life from a different, a different point. And so I think, you know, it's, it's pretty part of not being, um, maybe narcissistic is the wrong word, but narrow-minded and close-eyed to other scenarios, you know, empathy. you have to, yeah, 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 maybe empathy, but more so just, yeah, I guess you could use the word empathy, but it's, it's, it's not like I feel bad or anything like that, but I just feel, sympathy? I feel so, I, I feel lucky. Yeah. I feel lucky. Yeah. You know, man, that's, that's, that's the big thing. Like I feel lucky, man, mm. for sure. So that's it for me. What about for you? Um, the practices that I do. Mm -hmm. Or is it more than gratitude for you? Is there something else? I think it was. And, you know, I've, I've said this a couple of times, but the fact that I've been, you know, the most pessimistic mm -hmm. person that... You know what it feels like. Yeah, I know what it feels like to yeah. not have any hope. Yeah. And to not have any drive or, like, you know, anything. Um, I know how that side of the coin, you know, feels like and looks like. And it doesn't look good. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And, you know, now that I have the opportunity to be on this side of the coin, mm -hmm. like, it's freaking amazing. Yeah. And I don't care, you know, what happens. What were some of the steps that, that it took to flip that coin? I mean, where did it start? What was the catalyst? Uh, checking my reality. Okay. Know? What do you like mean? I, like, think or seeing where, what, what I've been doing, you know, for the past couple of years, how much weight that I've gained. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that I am still living with my parents. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, by the way. Just yeah. moved out. Um, and, you know, I had no career. Yeah. I was working at a seafood restaurant or a seafood uh, counter at Market Street. Yeah. Like, I just wasn't where I wanted to be. Sure. If I was 18, I was looking at myself, you know... You expected more out of 22, yourself. I would be like, you know, what went wrong? Yeah. You know, and I guess seeing that I wanted to made you want to change. Yeah. Yeah. And then my family, man. Okay. You know, I, for so, some reason, you know, I look at my siblings and mostly 
Caleb and Ariana. I'm sure that when my baby brother Knox gets older, I'll feel the same way for um, him. But right now he's in, a, you know, he's a baby. So he sure. can't, he doesn't really understand or like perceive a bunch of things that, you know, we're doing. But I look at Ariana and I look at Caleb and, you know, I have this, I feel like I have this obligation yeah. to become something for them. Sure. You know, I have to show them that anything is possible. Yeah. And, you know, I'm happy that I actually have this opportunity to do so and I'm not, you know, buried yeah. from having a heart attack at 400 pounds. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to waste it. You know, I'm day in, day out, I'm hustling, I'm Mm -hmm. doing, and that's such a funny word, like hustling, but I really am. Yeah, um, you're working your ass off, man. Yeah. Trying to put your best foot forward every day. I mean, I think you can call it work, you can call it what you want, but I think it's the, I think it's the intent to go out every day with your best, whether that means effort, whether that means kindness, whether that means whatever it means to you, but putting your best foot forward every day. So for you to have gotten from, from one side to the other side, what was the what was the change in values? What did you value before and what do you value now? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, before I valued I valued myself. Mm-hmm. What do you mean when you say yourself? Your your perception of yourself, your you ego, know, your You know, you before I valued I valued the next day. Okay. That's all that I valued. Yeah. You know, you know, what I could do the next day or mm-hmm. what I could do the next hour, whether that's, you know, hit another um, PR in lifting or, you know, watch a TV show that's funny to me or sure. a video game, sure. you know, at that moment. You're waiting for the next pleasure. Yeah, the next pleasure, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, but now, like, my values are, you know, how long or the longevity of my life so yeah. that I can be there for... Um, my family, um, how how much work that I'm actually going to put in, like focused work that I'm actually going to put in in order to build something for my family, um, and then just really battling complacency, yeah, like or averageness or you know non progression, right? Like it's it's those three things, I guess that you don't want to be stagnant. Really driving, yeah. I just I don't, man. Yeah, I just want to. Like I said earlier, I just want to keep on sprinting toward where I'm going. Right. And not stop. Just get faster. Yeah. And faster and faster as I go. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. those are, Did that answer the values? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I think you maintain that that fire, that feeling by setting goals. And that, that takes deciding what you want. That yeah. takes deciding, you know, making a choice. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a big piece of it is, is keeping that fire lit, keeping that, that flame fanned, you know. Yeah, one quick side note. Um, when it comes to keeping the fire lit, mm-hmm. I've I've learned, and I don't remember if you taught me this or if I learned it from somewhere else, but the practice of just showing up. Yeah. Like the practice of, you know, no matter what's going on in your life, just Show doing up. what you can, mm-hmm. you know. And one thing that I've been able to constantly keep consistent is my morning routine Mm -hmm. and my nightly routine nice and you know if i can most of the time i'll hit those you know two to three tasks Mm -hmm. that i have to get done during the day but at least i'm getting the morning routine exactly right yeah and i get aligned you know for the rest of the day and then i finish off the day exactly right yeah so no matter what happens 
you know, I'm constantly, I'm always showing up right. and doing what I can do. Right. I like that. Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a big piece of it is, you know, even if it's, even if it's showing up and knowing you're not going to make any progress, showing up just to maintain the damn routine. Yeah. And you'll have a lot of the times what I've noticed is that when you do show up and you don't think that you can make a lot of progress or something like that, yeah, it's almost like, you know, you've trained yourself like a dog whistle or something. You know, as soon as you do show up, yeah. it's like a switch gets flipped mm-hmm. and and you're ready. And you're ready. Yeah. You're literally ready to yeah. do whatever it is you're showing oh, yeah. up for. I've had I've had several um phenomenal workouts that I didn't even want to start. That I mm-hmm. that it was seriously up in the air if they were going to be started. Yeah. You know? And I've you know, and I have I've had several workouts that were not great that I didn't want to start, you know? But you you never know. You know? Yeah, you and, never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is just show up for it. Yeah. And then you're building your character, man. Yeah. Show you know, up. If, you, if you're able to Pay show up at the worst of the worst times, mm-hmm. just imagine when you're at the best of the best. Yeah. Just imagine what you can do. That's a great, yeah, you that's can, a great point. Like, you'll be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you're prepping, even if, you know, you're at the lowest of the low right now, if you're showing up, you're prepping yourself to become yeah. the best of the best. Yeah, 100%. So just show up. And, imagine how you're going to feel next time you're fired up. Yeah, man. You're going to yeah. feel freaking amazing. Yeah. You're going to exactly. be ready to go. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think showing up is huge, man. Uh huh. Damn. Get that dog mentality. Yeah. Every damn day. Every day, man. Every day, man. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah, man. Let's PTC Cast episode twelve. Thank y'all as always for listening. I am Alex Martin. You can follow us at Progress Through Change and my personal bodybuilding log, which is at Alex Chris Martin. This is Cholito Saldana. Yeah. Who you, you can follow. Follow me at Instagram, uh Cholito Saldana. Mm-hmm. And a I think that's my other social media handles. Okay. Just trolling. Everything. Boom. You got it. It'll be in the description too. Yes, sir. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you in the next one.